Welcome to Big Dog Lakers Pod. Whoop. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. One out of three, one third of your host, Ryan Shoemaker, and I'm joined to my right by Alex Hanna. And go from left, Kevin Macias. Yes. They're, How not, we, huh? they're, they're not here with us. No. I no, mean, no. we could be just and in the just, studio. I was thinking about John Ireland. Oh, he always has to say, you know, going from left to right. You know, Lakers taking it from left to right. That's true. And you're from Kevin is my left to right is uh, Alex. How's everyone doing today? Doing great. <laughs> Alex in the east, Kevin in the west, east, west, hey, bank. Brought to you by East West Bank. <laughs> your bridge to financial freedom. <laughs> who's in, who's out? Brought to you by In and Out. That's what a hamburger's all about. Nobody out pieces of the house. <laughs> is that one of our sponsors? Oh, yeah. Is it's it? great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be like, oh, Josh Hart bangs a three. Pizza Hut. Nobody out <laughs> pieces of the hut. <laughs> it just goes right I always love when it's a television show. Like, Josh Hart hits a three. Tune in this Tuesday to uh, <laughs> <laughs> ABC Fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are here Sunday morning, about to be Sunday noon. Beautiful Los Angeles again. We last week when we recorded, it was uh, gloomy. It's rainy. It was doomy. Uh huh. It was duty. Well, we had a duty to our fans. We did. So we made the trek out here. We made the trek. Recorded a great pod, and now it's back to the Los Angeles we all know and love. A winning team. Winning team. Sunny winning team. Suns out. Suns out. Funs out. Mm-hmm. When the Lakers win. When they win two out of. Three. Yeah. Oh, you think the winds made God shine down his light on specifically that, yeah. Los Angeles. Not and a b- chance because yesterday was sunny and we lost. <laughs> and the other two days oh, were yeah. rainy and we killed. By mm-hmm. listening to this podcast, you have declared that Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. Whoa, what? No, yeah. that's, that's a hard thing. No? That's the pod no. oh. I feel like we gotta come to this as a group before we take <laughs> this to the pod. Yeah, God doesn't need to be religious. God can be whatever you want. Oh great. I don't be with this hip now. <laughs> <laughs> this God's is the sun. God is love. Oh yeah. That, oh, there I was saying that. And God. Uh, all right. You want to go fight right now? I will fight. I'll take you outside. <laughs> and God is the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> That's winning. That's true. <laughs> winning two out of three. They went two and one last week. We called it. We did a great job of uh, calling how good the Lakers were going to be last I week. I want to say that I don't think you two called it. I didn't call it. I said if LeBron returns, we go two and one. But if we don't, that is true. And I was going to give. It, I, I was going to give it to you. And I felt uh-huh. like you said the same thing. No, I did not. I you not. I one hundred percent. You did not. One hundred percent. Alex, you edited the pod last week. What did he say? In pod after pod, uh-huh. the breakdown where we just go over the uh, Cavaliers game, which yeah. we lost. He said two and one. Okay. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Okay. We're talking about the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we Sorry. called it. It's a Lakers pod. You called it. The big dog Lakers pod. Yeah. You know where we're at. I did a couple of weeks ago try to like do like the if LeBron comes back or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then both of you screamed at me. No, take <laughs> a hard stance. You have to call it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went two and one and that two and one started with a win column against the Chicago Bulls coming in the Staples Center last Tuesday. And this looked like it was going to be a rough one. In the beginning, it looked yeah, rough. Yeah, this was one. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Like now, uh, w- I was told that this was a professional basketball game. It was. It was. Yeah. It didn't look it like was it sanctioned by the National Basketball <laughs> Association. It was on TV, and two professional basketball teams did play. Uh huh. Um, we don't like to show effort against bad teams. It's no. like we're too cool to play against bad teams. Hey, Kev, turn your fucking phone off. <laughs> I'll see you outside. Whoa. I wasn't going 
gonna say it. Whoa! I, I, gonna thought say it I thought I was on airplane. I was mode. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's just telling me good luck on the pod, and Alex oh. is ready to fist fight me. Wow, yeah, Alex! Wow. I'm ready to fist fight anybody. Alex I'll throw down right now. Hates love. This guy over here, Alex. That's true. I um, challenged his uh, questioning of God, and now he wants to fight me over it. <laughs> now, this was a pretty good game by the starters. Uh, all our starters, besides Tyson, Tyson uh, started this game. He was eight. He had eight points, but everyone else had was in the double digits. Everyone looked like they had a good game. Kuzma, double-double. Everyone was in the plus. Oh, this is where we switched the lineup. Yeah. I thought that that was the next game. This was the game right after the Cavs debacle. Meltdown. Which we talked about last week. I hope you guys like the uh, thing we're kind of experimenting on out there with, um, you know, trying to call. If there's a Sunday game, we'll kind of call Sunday each other. Yeah. We record early Sunday, so we're trying to get Give us some games. feedback if you like it. I've heard people already text me that they liked it. So hopefully you guys like it. But so this was the game immediately after that uh catastrophe of a game and yeah luke decided to kind of mess with the lineup i think what was the reason it was like because no one talks yeah so yeah. tyson talks more and he he's he uh will yell at guys out there sometimes you need some talkers we got we, in the street league that we play on saturdays we got a guy that looks like carlos mencia most annoying guy on the court oh. <laughs> most annoying guy one yeah, time ball 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 guy yeah ball, ball. <laughs> didn't his grandma die at the park one time she would like hyperventilate it yeah they had to like drive a car out to pick her yeah, up yeah 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 don't know why she was there not at all in the Could barely even walk this was in, during the dog days of summer too yeah. don't know why she was there <laughs> we shouldn't have even been there no but either way most annoying guy to play with however uh, everybody makes fun of him when he's not around because of how vocal he is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Secretly, I I love it. He is very funny. I will say it's because I have yet to play with him, but uh-huh. I I played against him. It, it is funny to be not on the team and hear this guy screaming yeah. at people. Baseline, baseline, yeah. <laughs> baseline, switch it. <laughs> there was a time I d- I was playing against him and um someone called foul and it, the the ball just clanged off the the rim. And I just kind of jumped up to grab the ball. Just just grab it. Okay. And I was wearing a green shirt. And he goes, green, someone called a foul. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just grabbing the ball, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But if yeah. we had that guy on the Lakers, he'd get no points or anything. But he'd be very vocal and help the team win. I believe that. And that guy was Tyson Chandler. That guy was Tyson Chandler. That guy was Tyson Chandler. Mm-hmm. And we did, he was talking throughout, but this was a struggle throughout the whole game. There it was, was a struggle through the first half. In the second half, the yeah. second half we got off to a nice lead we and we just nice kept start. it. 32 points in the third quarter, 31 points in the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. That's to overcompensate for the 19 points we scored in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lonzo had, a, I think, a huge third quarter, if I remember correctly. He ended the game plus 13, 19 yeah. points. Um, yeah, I think he decided to take the game in his hands and just go off in the third quarter. This good, was his good halftime adjustment. Aside from what happens last night, this was his week. Yeah, especially because, I mean, after the Cavs, it, it, the Cavs is like our marker now for pre this year and after. Like, the, that's the middle mark now, like mm-hmm. what we're going to do. And I think Luke made some adjustments and some of the players made some adjustments yeah. in their mentality, in their playing. I think Lonzo found out he could actually get traded. Yeah. yeah, I think he found out he's not safe until February eighth. Yeah, it's just like shit. I better ball out and stay here because my career is completely different if I'm playing in Phoenix or something. Yeah, it's crazy to me that Lonzo and Ingram aren't balling out, especially Brandon Ingram, because he's trying to earn a contract right now. This is his a year to earn a contract because next year, if we do get talent to come to the Los Angeles Lakers, which seems like a good possibility, seeing how deep the 2019 free agent classes, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram is still one of the people who 
will be expensive and might be on the chopping block. I don't think he likes basketball. What does he like? I don't know. Maybe making spaghetti or something. Mm-hmm. What sucks is he probably wants to make spaghetti, but when you're like six foot eight. Yeah. Oh, he's taller than that. He's like seven feet almost. Is he seven feet? Yeah. You got to just play basketball. How much would it suck to be seven feet tall, but really you just like making spaghetti or baking cookies or whatever it is that he likes? Because making spaghetti. That's what uh, the new segment. Every week, that's our new segment. Do now. you think it's because his arms look like noodles? He's like, I look I like noodles. I think that's why I thought spaghetti. I want to <laughs> see noodles. I'm going to make a starter today. I'm going to go make a pizza starter. After speaking this. of food. Oh, this girl that I'm dating. Uh, oh. She, she made like a, a beautiful bolognese last night. Oh, that sounds Ooh, fantastic. How long did she cook great. it down? Uh, it was a quick bolognese. Mm-hmm. So she didn't use any uh, meat. She just used like a, a, a mushroom like a starch and then uh-huh. made it thicken through that and she only cooked it for like half an hour nice yeah my wife made a bolognese one time like four hours right uh-huh. and there was a uh an open mic by our house. <laughs> well your voice like my wife my wife. <laughs> get real open low. mic right by our right by the apartment that we lived in and this comedian who i'm not going to name who we all know who very famously has cancer uh-huh. was like uh hey why don't you let me come up to your house and eat that spaghetti that your wife's making <laughs> and i had to just be like <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's very trying to tell a man with cancer to go home. Right. But I was just like, nah, you can't come in my house. We could probably cut this. I don't have to say it. Speaking of people who wanted food, mm-hmm. people in the Stable Center wanted some damn tacos. Oh, this was the, <laughs> this was, this this was the week. This was the week. It's been uh, a long week. Yeah. And uh, we had the, the free tacos on lock. And it. it it did get a little scary because the Bulls did score like 32 in mm-hmm. the fourth. And it was like, okay, guys, let's, what are we doing yeah. here? What are we doing? And uh, they managed to score 100, and people were very mad in Staples. Did you see the video of the guy screaming? No. <laughs> he was like, I think it was on House of Highlights, and he was like, it's very rude that you're stopping us from getting tacos. <laughs> you can like, audibly hear him in the crowd. Um, I was watching uh, ESPN stream of this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Jackson could not understand why people were booing. <laughs> and the other announcer, who I think is like a new announcer this week, he didn't know either. So they were both confused why people in Staples Center were booing a Lakers win. <laughs> and like no one told them. Like it, in the bro- it was like the last minute and a half. They were just so confused, and and they were almost getting upset. Like these fans are disrespectful, and it's uh-huh. like they have no idea why they're booing. It's like a play. They're uh, they, the people are mad. They're not getting tacos, but it is a playful boo. Yeah, yeah. But pe- <laughs> Mark Jackson, no idea. I think he wanted to get. He, he wanted to like yell at like turn at the TV announcers. He wanted to stand up and be like, respect your team. Everybody. <laughs> 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 you, you think being in a stadium, he'd just figure it out. Now yeah, that I get to watch the, the streams, signs. everybody has this. Yeah. They have their version of it. Mm-hmm. Of just like Carl's Jr. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Missed two free throws in the fourth yeah. quarter. Uh, Clippers have Chick-fil-A. that. Yeah, Clippers have that. They, they bring out the cow. Yeah, yeah they bring the, out the cow. In the fourth quarter, they bring out the cow, and he's like just cooking up like uh, on, uh-huh. the, uh-huh. on the sideline. He's chefing, And yeah. then like someone makes a free throw, he just does the, the hand to the head, like <laughs> the home alone <laughs> thing, and then just walks off. But uh, we came out with a win. Against uh, one of the worst teams in basketball. We should have beat them. God. Those yeah. are the hardest teams to play for yeah. us, though. I, I did feel like maybe we were texting uh, each other, like, this is not going to be like the Cavs, is it? You know, because there was a few. Oh, there immediately. Were, yeah, there, yeah. Were, there were a few times, like, we were like, not again. <laughs> we love to break losing streaks. This we're has been a theme. We're here Knicks, for slump busters. Come Cavs. on. Cavs. We'll get you off the schneid. Uh huh. We'll I have give no you idea that what win. that means, but I like saying it. 
Get it off the Schneid. Yeah. Get it off the, I don't know what that is. If you've lost a couple games Rob in Schneider. a row. Get it off the Rob Schneider. Get he off. had a couple bombs in a row. You get a couple a bombs Adam in a row. Sandler in there. I do love Deuce Bigelow. I do like Deuce Bigelow. I, like I remember Bigelow. that. I never, I haven't revisited it as an adult, but as a Does kid, it I thought up? it was very it funny. <laughs> or Deuce Bigelow too. I didn't see that one. I did watch uh, Austin Powers Gold Member. It's so fucking funny. There's a joke every five minutes or Whoa. five seconds. Yeah, it's great. You know which one still holds up is uh, Happy Gilmore. That first 30 yeah. minutes of Happy Gilmore mm. is a joke machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to say that uh, Stu Lance is really good in this game too, because I, I watched a little bit of the Lakers mm-hmm. stream. And he, for about three minutes, was going off about how good John Wick was. <laughs> <laughs> Stu Lance is just a Oh, yeah. He said he was going to try to go to the premiere of John Wick. <laughs> he's talking to Michael Thompson, and he's like, hey, Mike, you probably have tickets to the premiere of uh, John Wick. Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Stu did say yes, but Stu like meant... The premiere, as in just the day it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to AMC to watch John Wick 3. Uh, this week's podcast brought to you by John Wick 3, Chapter 3, Parabellum. I uh, haven't seen any of the Wicks. I didn't, really good. I didn't like the first one. I thought the first one was very Oh, bad. you liked the second one? Uh, yeah, I went uh, on a lark. One of my friends was just like, hey, you want to see John Wick 2 tonight? I was like, all right, I'll just hang out. And John Wick 2 blew me away. It's it, it's so much better than the first one. I went down to Orange County, uh, and apparently people can't hear in Orange County, and they like turned the volume way up. So every gunshot in John Wick 2, I was like bracing myself because it was like hitting me so hard. Yeah. Uh, and that ruined the experience for me. <laughs> That's what it was like watching Dunkirk. Yay. The sound editing in that movie was pretty nuts. Yes. I loved it. Another thing about Stu Lance in this Bulls game is that he was like, uh, I think Bill McDonald brought up who the fastest players were in, <laughs> in the league. And Stu was just like, how do you measure that? How are you measuring that? Who, who, who measures that? How do you measure that? And Mike Trudell came on. Because uh, this is like considered, I guess, like a, a advanced stat, you know, uh-huh. anal- an analytic stat. And Stu hates that. And Mike Trudell came on and talked about how there's cameras above the the arena floor. Uh-huh. Can, they measured that with analytics. And Bill was like, oh, you impressed, dude? And just without any skipping of any beat, just, are you impressed, dude? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he just hates analytics uh-huh. that much. He hates them. Uh, what I didn't hate was our next game. Oh, uh, overtime win City. against the uh, Thunder. Yeah, this was... Uh, this was the battle for the air guitar. We got <laughs> the guitar back, baby. It was. Uh, in our last game with the Thunder, Russell Westbrook, he took the... Uh, he, he took, took the guitar from Lance, and Lance hasn't played it since. Well, Zubak took the guitar back in this game. Ooh. Yeah, this is... Uh, of our three games, Zoo started here just going off again. Like, he remembered, like, oh, yeah, three weeks ago I was... The man. The man. <laughs> they were calling me Zoo Alcindor. Maybe uh-huh. it was just Kevin, but I was. Are we okay? Yeah, sorry. It was, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go on. Sorry. No, I had nothing. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's just uh, what I was... The first thing I want to say, it's just weird, like, losing to the Cavs at home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then winning against the Thunder on the road. Yeah, this, this is just the this is just simple Lakers thing. What is things, going you know? on this with just, this team? It's just classic LA basketball. I was very you know? offended all week, I, or not all week, but from the game until the Houston game, everybody talking about it was just saying that OKC blew it. They were like, "Oh yeah, the Lakers didn't win. That. You can't trust the Lakers. OKC blew it." And it was just like we came in there and we dominated them. Uh huh. We own this team. Yeah. We own this team, and Michael Beasley owns uh, an official pair of Lakers basketball shorts that he didn't wear. 
Oh yeah, he came out in his practice shorts. <laughs> he, and, and the practice shorts are just the complete opposite color. Yeah, they're black. They're black shorts. And like he was ready to go, and the ref told him he can't come in. And there was a second where he was still like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> he still was like, "Why? Why are you saying I can't come in?" Beasley's and then they finally fist fight him. <laughs> yeah. There's a video of Michael Beasley while he's on the Timberwolves, and he's like stroking his other. Uh, teammate's knee like uh, uh-huh. like he's classic. trying to stroke his own knee and get it all warmed up <laughs> and he like looks at him and he looks down at his knee and he's like oh shit I'm sorry <laughs> he thinks he's rubbing his own yeah. knee he can't even feel that it's not his own knee <laughs> there is that thing like where, where you like put your hand together with mm-hmm. someone else's and like you stroke uh, both index fingers and as with two different fingers and the finger that's not stroking yours it you get you do get the sensation that you are stroking your own finger. Have you ever done that? Yeah, mir- mirror neurons. Is, is that what it's called? called? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin, you want to try this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Here. Okay. okay. Now with your index finger and thumb, rub does it how's that feel? Wow. Do you feel it? I do. Oh let me try it. Let me try it. Okay. I want to do this too. I feel it a little bit. Yeah. I feel it a little bit. It feels weird. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Ryan and I are rubbing <laughs> each other. Great podcasting. Great podcasting when you have to do a lot of visual stuff. Have you ever done something like that where you showed up with wearing the wrong thing? Um, Probably. I, I can't think of. I think. I mean, we obviously all know that we tell jokes. I've shown up to a show with two different colored shoes on. Oh, like okay. I have a pair of purple Kobe's that I play basketball in and a yeah. pair of red Kobe's. Uh-huh. And I, w- I walked in with a different same shoe, different color. On, a- on total accident. Did you so. play it off? Did anybody notice? No, I called attention to it immediately. Oh, uh, they're going to try to be punk or something. No, no, no. I called attention to it immediately and talked about how uh, dumb I was. I'm yeah. just like, I wish it was like a stance or a punk stance. But I was like, yeah, no. I don't have to, I'm try just to dumb. try to be punk. I'm just punk all the time. Yeah. I, I used to work at AMC Movie Theater when I was in high school. Mm. And I showed up with one dress shoe and one skate shoe. And I had to stand with my, sh- my, <laughs> my leg behind my leg the whole time. You know how like when they empty out theaters and the concession guys go to clean it? Uh-huh. I, we have to stand there and like greet people as they leave or like say goodbye. And I had to put a foot behind a foot so that mm. I didn't get caught. Um, this is another game where Luke kind of made some adjustments. Another game where after the Cavs game, people were like, trade everybody, fire Luke, mm-hmm. uh, make sure he never coaches again. But this game, we came out to a really bad start. Yeah. And Luke was like, get the hell out of here. To the starters, and mm-hmm. he put the bench players in. Their bench players played great. Yeah. So that was, a, I think that was that move. You do have to give to Luke. Could that is Luke. that last night. Yeah, we could have, but all starters in the minus, all bench players in the plus. We needed to pull out KCP last night. That was the only uh, reduction oh, yeah. to the oh, we'll starters to we needed to pull out. But this this was great. Zubak had a game. He plus had a career 35. high. What? He was plus 35. It was plus 35. He just dominated because he was there for the run with the uh, with the bench. Mm-hmm. Bench mob. Michael Beasley bench mob. And uh, he was also there for the starters comeback. So he was just feasting all night. This is a game where we did shoot free throws. 90%. 90%. Big time shooting big free throws. We did it. Finally. This is the game. I don't know how we did that. 90%. 19 of 21. 19 of 40 from the three, too. 47%. That's that's pretty good. It's Those are big dog numbers. Those are big dog numbers. Those are big dog numbers. I like big dog numbers, and I like when the big dog numbers are in the Lakers column. 50% from the field. I would, I, 50% from the field. It's a good shooting night for us. This was a good. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you said shitting night. This oh, is a good shooting, a great shooting night. night for us. At halftime, Kuz was so excited he tweeted. 
Yeah. <laughs> he tweeted from the locker room. Ball, right. ball is life. Ball is life. I was like, what are you going for? You want them to you want them to be watching you to post the clips later? <laughs> like he goes for 32, which is uh-huh. sick. But it's like you didn't even tell them anything. Yeah. But Kuz had a big dog game. He he did good. Felt like the refs tried to screw us in the end. Is it just me, or I, I can't tell if I'm being a homer, but it feels like the refs have been bad literally every game I've seen. And it hasn't even always been against the Lakers. I feel like even watching, sometimes the Lakers will get calls, and I'll be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like NBA refs are like the most notorious for being bad, more than NFL. Because they have to MLB make more calls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's but true. But the whole thing that I was frustrated about in this game was that they would call, like, you get a foul, okay, if I called a bad foul, then you guys get a foul. Right. Which oh, is yeah. a bad way to officiate a game. Yeah. It doesn't make anybody happy because you're just wrong twice. Yes. And then you have to, like, like uh, just go on with the game while being upset that you're both getting fouls that shouldn't be called on you and the other person's getting fouls because they're retribution fouls. Nobody wants to no. feel like they're getting uh, pity fouls. Pity fouls, yeah. No one wants this. Nobody wants it. I do feel like, yeah, and especially that fourth quarter end of the game foul, foul, quote unquote foul, uh-huh. Lonzo on Russell Westbrook. Westbrook just plays so fast and, and he, his motor is always running that he just, like, it changes the way the refs. LeBron tweeted out that when are we going to call foul or when is gathering the ball happening? Like yeah. that shouldn't be a foul because he wasn't in a shooting motion. Not at all. He was just running forward. You know what sucks is they have the flagrant in place because I just say make like earn your foul. Like I shove him out, shove him out of bounds. Do what? Do what? Uh, what's his name? Did you see Russell in the next game going against Joel Embiid? Yeah, he tried yeah. to fake him and duck under, and Embiid just knocked his mm-hmm. ass out. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, fine then, we'll just do that. Like yeah. I'm gonna earn my foul if I don't know exactly what's gonna happen. I can foul you not in a shooting motion, and you get to take three free throws. Uh-huh. Which at the time, and everybody's argued this with me, I was like, whatever. He's a terrible free throw shooter this season. I mean, if you're gonna put anybody on the line, I mean, you don't want Russell Westbrook on the line, but if you're gonna put anybody on the line this season, why not? Why and not? Then he take sunk Russell? all three. He sunk all three. But you got to take that chance. You got to take a chance. But yeah. you should. He should have fouled him because we did that Sooner. this game. Or yeah, we did this in the Rockets game too, where we fouled early so Harden couldn't get yeah the shot off. What was that weird uh, going over to the Rockets game? What was that weird defense we were doing on Harden? Did you notice that? Oh, we they were, were just leaning on, on his, his left, left hip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and especially and almost on his side, like not even in front of him. I, yeah, like KCP yeah. did that a lot, and I was like, at least get in front of him. I know. You want to put your hands behind your back. Yeah. But at least get in front of it. And what's yeah. crazy is it worked in the first half. Mm-hmm. He seemed confused. Like he didn't know exactly uh-huh. where to go. And he was terrible. I think he had like 16 points in the first. Like he ends the game with like almost 50 points. I think he had yeah, like 48. 48. Oh, yeah. The over under for, for Harden that night was like 40. 41, 41 or something. Yeah. So <laughs> at, at in regulation, he was under. Oh, and then it goes to and overtime it, and people. And he, he got the over wow. in overtime. Great Somebody guy. lost their house. <laughs> yes, for sure. Eric, Gar- Eric Gordon's three-point shot takes a guy away from uh, his family and his home. So are we, are we jumping to the Rockets game? Let's go to the Rockets game. Let's this go to the Rockets the, game. We're, this is supposed to be a happy week. We correctly predict positive 500. Everybody's hyped. And then we go into this Rockets game where we're killing them at halftime. Uh-huh. We're up 21 at one point. Go into halftime up 18. And we lose. We lose by four. I was driving uh, home for like uh, a little bit of halftime and then into the third. Mm -hmm. And I just like uh, in my car stereo, I just felt everything deteriorate. Because when I was driving home, it was like, oh, we're up 17. 
everything's going to be fine. I put on some nice jams. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to go 3-0 and oh this week. It's going to be a nice feeling. And then Lonzo went down. Everything started to crumble. Yeah. What did you put on? Um, uh, Sunshine Lollipops, Rainbows, mm-hmm. that song? Mm-hmm. Rainbows. <laughs> 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 nah, I didn't. Just kidding. Because I was driving as well to go uh-huh. get some ramen yeah. in the city of industry. I put on a Coldplay. It was very comforting. I almost did the Cantina song from Star Wars. Uh, anyway, you can chew did on you know this that? Thing, huh? Did you know That's that? That's our uh, big dog Star Wars reference. Did you know that uh, that uh, fake jazz that uh, um, Star Wars creator, what's his face? Uh, George, George Lucas. George Lucas. He called it jizz. It's called jizz music. I have heard music. this before, yeah. You heard that before? I tried to not pay attention to anything that happened. Oh, well, let's Wars explain. Wars. Let's take about 10 minutes to oh, explain. Oh, yeah, let's do uh, this. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, look, uh, we know George Lucas has egg on his face now. Oh, twenty. Yeah, he's not a word in 1962. I don't know. Oh, well, 70s. I yeah, guess. 77 was when the yeah. first one came out. Um, yeah, he has egg on his 18 billion trillion dollar face. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This game. Uh, Could you imagine having all that money and still being so ugly? <laughs> 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 it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, I know that you can't blame. A loss on one person. You can't do it. You you the the always always the explanation is should have made more free throws. Yeah. Should have not turned the ball over that mu- that much. Uh-huh. Uh, you could have hit more shots. Yeah. You could have played better defense. You could have blocked. You could have stolen the ball. They're right. Yeah. I blame uh-huh. this entire loss on okay. Contavious Caldwell. <laughs> yeah. I blame the entire loss. The whole thing. On Contavious Caldwell Poe. And I am not kidding. I am getting mad thinking <laughs> about his air ball in overtime with 19 seconds left on the clock. They so, also leaned on him too much. Yes. He played the most minutes after Kyle Kuzma. Yes. They leaned on him a lot. But in overtime, it was Brandon's game. Yeah. He touched it every single time. And uh-huh. he, I think he shot, he made almost all the points in overtime, all Lakers. They points. had one Lance Stevenson. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the hoop. I'm going to try to get Zubak involved, but I'm going to lay it in absentmindedly. And then uh, and, Zubac, and it went in. And it went <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> and uh, then they tried to get Zubak a little bit of uh, yeah. touches, but he was getting uh, like manhandled yeah. by Nene down in the block mm-hmm. in overtime. But it was Brandon's game to win. He was hitting shot after shot, mm-hmm. circus shot after circus yeah. shot. So I'm eating dinner with my friends while this is going on, and we're all we have my phone in the middle watching like the game cast of it. Uh-huh. So just like updates, and I didn't realize we were delayed from the TV. So we're looking at it, trying to figure out what's going on, and then texts start coming in above <laughs> of what's going on. Uh-huh. And this is all Ryan in okay. the in our <laughs> in our group chat. Okay, is it all caps or no? This first one's not all caps. Okay. So the next three are caps. Okay. The first one has one all caps. It's, they called a foul, but that was another offensive rebound. Oh, I can tell that you're getting angry now because okay. another is all caps, but the rest is not. Real quick, it, it yeah, it, I it felt like the Rockets had 10,000 offensive rebounds. And uh-huh. I said last week, offensive rebounds is one of the most demoralizing things it that is. can happen. And there was a play, I think, in overtime where they got two in a row. And I was like, are you, you this is this is so painful to watch. They PJ Tucker was putting two arms in the back of Kuzma oh, the yeah. whole time. He got called a few times, and, but not enough. Yeah, and they just didn't call it down the stretch, yeah. which was crazy. They had to put two big guys in front of PJ Tucker in order for him not to get position. That yes. rule change of 14 seconds after. Oh, yeah. Has only benefited the Lakers in the league. 
That that used to like last year that would destroy us, giving up offensive rebounds and mm-hmm. then it would reset the clock again. Yeah. That was utterly demoralizing. But either way, the next okay, two yeah, texts. Okay, yeah, so that that's come why I said the first one. So go. The next two texts the three texts are all caps. Fuck you, KCP, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Trade him. Cut him. <laughs> all caps, all of them. And then Alex just a solid yeah. And then you fuck off. God fucking and then a lot of letters. But no, it's not a word. I don't know what it was. And you didn't spell God right either. Did I not? No, it's G I D. You were just that angry. And my friends are like, what's going on? What's going on? And then we just see all the like ding 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 ding. And they're like, we we honestly just took our check and bounced. We were just like, yeah. I don't have to watch the end. I'm sure it didn't end uh, well. <laughs> dude, I was so mad. 19 seconds on the shot clock. KCP is about four oh. feet from the three-point yeah, line. Yeah, 24 seconds left in game clock, yes. too. So he was trying... I understand his mentality. He was trying to go for a two-for-one, but he was like seven seconds too late for a two-for-one. And then you said something about KCP calling a play. They called that play for him. No, he said that. He said, the play was designed for me to come off a screen and shoot the ball anyways. I didn't get any lift on it, no legs, just tried to make something happen. Yeah, get it out of your hands. This is demoralizing. It was demoralizing. The end. Lonzo going down. This is a game where Lonzo turned his leg or turned his ankle looking like 90 degrees to one side. It looked so bad. They had to carry him off. Yeah. It was Lance and who was the other guy that carried him off? Like JaVale or Beasley? They had to like pick him up and and walk him off. And they immediately, like uh, the sideline reporter immediately was like, oh, he's not here anymore. He went to the hospital. What? Yeah, he went to the hospital. Like they didn't even like wait. I didn't realize they have an x-ray machine at the arena. Did uh-huh. you know that? Yeah. Okay. That, so I, I heard that It was broken. Is, uh, what is, that's why you went to the hospital. It was broken? Yeah, the x-ray machine at the arena was broken. Can you imagine being the doctor and be like, it's broken. Oh, God, I hope somebody doesn't have to use that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess our goal in this game was to keep James Harden under 50 points. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we had it. We it, had it, man. And then... Uh, in the third quarter, it was a different game. It was a completely different completely game. Yeah, different they game. made some miracle shots. That yeah. Eric Gordon shot at the end where he was just like leaning in and made the three, that was insane. Two, There's two decisions why I really hated that. So this is the Eric Gordon shot that took it into overtime. One, we didn't have a guy blocking the inbounds pass. Uh-huh. So that created an easy pass. Like he, the I don't remember who was inbounding it, but he didn't have to like try to go over or under. Yeah, because Brandon Ingram was supposed to be guarding that. Yes, but yeah. they decided to double up on Harden instead. Mm-hmm. Gave uh, Eric Gordon. And the other thing that I didn't like was uh, Ingram didn't go to contest. He went no. to go try and get the rebound, even though it was there were no seconds on the clock, and uh, Eric Gordon sunk it. Right, he didn't go to contest. And Contavious. This is the other thing that I was mad about. Contavious, who was playing good D the whole game, uh-huh. he uh, was guard right when Eric Gordon got the ball. He was guarding Eric Gordon like he was James Harden. Yeah. He had his hands behind his back, just looking uh-huh. in his in his face. Yeah, and he was on the side of Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. You got to put a hand up. You put it's a not hand James up. Harden. He's not getting those superstar calls. It's Eric Gordon. You got to you got to put some D on him. Put yeah. a body on him. He also he can't run into the guy as a shooting motion anymore. So you no. have to go in front of him. But he was on his left side, just yeah, hanging on. And it, it, it KCP wasn't moving either. He he had stopped. Eric Gordon had stopped, and then Eric pulled up, and Kentavious stayed on the ground. Yeah, and he had a wide open shot, and I took it to overtime, and mm-hmm. we looked good in overtime. 
This is the second straight overtime. And second straight overtime, and this is the Rockets' second straight overtime. They were coming off lots in overtime. We That's were coming right. off a win in overtime, and we looked good. We looked good until the KCP airball. Yeah, and then that led to the mishandled inbounds. I don't know why Josh Hart was inbounding the ball also. Who do you want inbounding the ball? I want uh, somebody taller. Okay. And I want not a three-point threat. Okay. Coos had a great game this game, but I feel like PJ Tucker, he, he PJ Tucker kind of shut him down. PJ Tucker definitely shut him down. Yeah, Coos was also gassed at the end. Yeah, Coos played forty four minutes. He had twenty points in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and then I think only like twenty four, twenty six after the second quarter. Yeah, which I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, he also had five personal fouls. They came straight out. Him and Lonzo want to put this team on their shoulders and you can see it and yeah. they're like they really run and that's it was so painful to see Lonzo go down obviously because of the ankle but just his his attack and his growth as a player over the past like 10 games has been amazing to watch it's kind of just kind of what we want in Lonzo mm-hmm. and then just to see his ankle flap like that that's rough yeah we also were about to get like a monumental game from Brandon mm-hmm. before that KCP Disaster shot. Disaster shot. I am blaming this entire loss. He was 0 for 6 <laughs> from the three-point line before that shot. Why did you call your number? <sighs> he was a minus 14 last night. Legit getting mad thinking yeah. about this. He only had eight points. Is, is Zubats completely unstoppable down low when he gets the ball? Um. Well, when he gets to the free throw line, yeah. Yeah. He, he was nine, nine for nine. nine. Yeah, but he was still four from six in this game. I think he was like 11 of uh, 13 in the... Thunder game. He was our most clutch player. Yeah. Because he made great free throws down the line. He was Same like, in the OKC game. Yeah. yeah. He has the w- most worrying free throw shot. It's a line drive to the it basket. Really <laughs> it always looks like he's throwing it as hard as he can, but it goes in. Yeah. And, he has uh, a soft touch. I'm just, I, I get scared every single time. Who else I, had that awful? Didn't Fisher have an awful shot? I don't think so. I remember if it was like a high arc. Yeah, he has a high arc. He had a high arc, right? That would just look like it wasn't going to drop back in. And he also catches it like way to the left of his head. Fish? Fish, yeah. I don't remember. Zubats, the only way to stop him down low is to get a 7'5 caveman from Eastern Europe to to guard it. I think the Clippers game was the only game that he got shut down. Or you play JaVale next to him. Yeah, that's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Are we doing? Are we going back to JaVale? Okay. JaVale. I called it. It was bad. Mike Beasley is great. Big dogs calling bad lineups. That's a new sec weekly segment on the show. So we came out two and one though. We called it. Uh, we called. We called it. We did. We did. We called it. Um, and we did a great job of calling it. And the Lakers did a great job. I feel like in basketball, like in baseball, you you want to win series. Mm-hmm. In baseball, you want to win a series. You don't have to win all the games, but you want to come out three of four, uh-huh. two of three, yeah. two of four. Yes. And in basketball, I think that's a good mentality weekly. You want to go two and one, yeah. three of four, two of four. At least just win half your games a week. Yeah. So we we uh, obviously did a way better job the past two weeks. Where we were, I think we won one game, right, the past two weeks or something like that? Or, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we're on the upsurge. We're and four and eight without LeBron. Yeah, which is bad. Not, not good, but better than Cleve- five and eight. Is that true? I think it was five and eight. Yeah, five and eight. Five and eight. Which sucked because it was like we could have been six and seven. That would have been amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Especially with two losses that we owned that we should have won without him, specifically the Knicks and Cleveland, and even that first OKC game without LeBron. Uh-huh. 
I almost fell over my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I get so upset when people didn't want to give us the OKC game. They were just like, oh, OKC blew it. And it's like, we almost beat them last week. What yeah. are you talking about? Yes. I think it's, uh, I also think for the Cleveland and the Knicks losses, not to just harp on them because there are two like worst losses. This mm-hmm. and the Rockets game seem to be the ones that just come up and flare up for me right now. But uh, they don't realize that those teams, those young teams are looking at the Lakers being like, oh, we'll beat you. Yeah. We're looking to beat you. We don't want to beat with the Warriors. We know we're not capable of beating the Warriors, but a young team, mm-hmm. we're looking to beat you. Absolutely. We start this week off. That was a past. Let's talk about the opposite of the past, the future. Whoa. And let's talk about how we start off this week a mountain to climb, the biggest mountain to climb, your Golden State Warriors. We have good news, though. What's the good news, baby? LeBron James, Rajon Rondo, LeBrondo back practicing with the Lakers. Practicing. Now, this is something we should talk about because... <laughs> there's, like, does that mean they play? <laughs> there's no, because, okay, the, the since LeBron has been injured, there's been two times where the news has come out that he's being reevaluated. And both those times, your Kevin Macias has said, that just means he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and both times I've been like, oh, I guess that means he's coming back. I didn't know. <laughs> and both times... He has not come back. <laughs> I bet you we can go further through that gra- that group chat. And uh, the week before, you were sounding me me personally those exact same texts. No. I was I- like, fuck Kevin. <laughs> trade him off the pod. <laughs> LeBron him. is not coming back. Trade him. Cut him. <laughs> wave him. Something. <laughs> so this week, we we uh, the news is that LeBron and Rondo, like Alex said, have been cleared to do a full uh, contact practice yeah they're mm-hmm. practicing this sunday yes today weren't they today. already practice not, not rondo but wasn't lebron already practicing he was taking shots oh, but okay. he wasn't actually he wasn't an a- five he was a- on five physical yeah. practice okay i now, have no idea what back- basketball practice looks like this is the third time he gets for he- the lakers it's just free throw shots for about three hours <laughs> i sent you that video of the after the game they, uh-huh. they had him taking free throws and lonzo even is missing his free throws at yeah practice. <laughs> But everybody made them, yeah. and that's why we were uh, pretty good from the free throw line. 80, 90 and then 80%. 80% against the Rockets. So is this a, a, the third time where we're going to say uh, an injury update just means he's coming back? Well, now I'm lost because I've, I legitimately believed that he was just kind of holding out, or he was just like, I don't need to play Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago. I'll play Utah, but I'm going to come back for OKC, Houston, Golden State. And now I'm, I don't know. Chris Broussard did say that he, it, his sources tell him that there is no rush to bring LeBron back. Yeah, I guess he's fine. And Rich Paul said if this were the playoffs, he'd be playing. Mm-hmm. But also, nah, you know what? Even then, I'm changing my own thoughts, like mid-conversation. We're fine. We're the ninth seed right now. I trust the team as it is. Now I'm afraid because Lonzo's hurt. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And that, uh, may, that might be a, a rush to bring LeBron back, or at least Rondo back, somebody yeah. to fill in. Yeah, we don't have a point guard anymore. We don't have a point Except guard. Except for Lance. Lance was playing well down uh-huh. the stretch in that oh, Houston he, game. He was one of the reasons we were back in it. He hit like four clutch threes. He Do brought the guitar. Do yeah. we get our baby back? Our baby back. Alex baby back, baby back, back. Oh, oh. <laughs> Alex Curry. He might get called up. I mean, what else? Is what else do we have? <laughs> Unless we do point Ingram. This Can is, we this call is your back favorite. Tyler Ennis from Turkey? <laughs> this is your favorite. Uh, I think Tyler Ennis plays on another team. But uh, this is your favorite combo in the NBA Lakers edition. 
Zubat. Zubat Caruso. Caruso, absolutely. 56 minutes ago from LakersNation.com, Alex Caruso, Jonathan Williams, and Isaac Bonga recalled from South Bay. Whoa! <laughs> making the long drive from Torrance. AC Zubat. Making the big drive from Torrance. Up the 405, across <laughs> the 10, yeah. maybe 105 to the 110 if they have the fast track, but they only make $20,000 a year, so they probably don't. You can write that off. As of right now, <laughs> we we should not do what we have done, which is say LeBron is coming back for sure this week. Yeah, we, I we honestly need, don't know. We need, to, we need to talk about these three games coming up, Golden State, Timberwolves, Suns, as if we don't have Rondo, we don't have LeBron, we don't have... Lonzo. I speak from the heart always, and my heart told me that he was coming back. <laughs> uh-huh. And your heart was wrong twice so far. It feels like... <laughs> oh, my- <laughs> Kevin just did the cutest shoulder shrug, like, mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we start off Monday, tomorrow, at Staples. Actually, all three games this week are going to be home games. Yep. Start off tomorrow. Golden State Warriors coming in. The number one seed in the Western Conference. Best team in the league. What are we feeling about this? Do you think LeBron goes into practice today thinking, I'm going to come back? Or do you think LeBron comes into practice today thinking, I'm going to see how I feel? Um, I think it's both. I think it's I'm going to see how I feel. I, I think it's see how I feel. But I think in his mind he's saying, I'm going to see how I feel today at practice. But I feel great that I can play tomorrow. Okay. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays, and I don't think Rondo plays. <laughs> I don't think he plays. So do we feel like this is a loss? We have three starters out. This is a Three loss. important starters. They have five all-stars starting. Mm-hmm. I think it's a loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a loss. And then I'm very afraid they of They got the Boogie team. Cousins back. They got, he uh, already fouled out. First game back, fouls uh-huh. out. But yeah. f- it was 14 points in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah he looked <laughs> That's he looked good. good. Yeah. So that's our first game. I think we all say loss. 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 That's first game, number one. And then number two, uh, kind of a long stretch of kind of hanging out. These guys aren't doing nothing because it's from Monday. The next game is on Thursday, still at Staples, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Who I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of. You're afraid of? We got a bad record against the T-Wolves. I know we beat them early in the season, but still. I believe Ned Stark said that when you're afraid, that's the only time you can be brave. I don't know. Oh, what is this? A uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> yes. I do like the Thrones. <laughs> I will watch true. that. Yeah, uh, it was fine. It's not that good anymore. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not that good anymore because they've. Uh, it's a spectacle now. It's a spectacle. And number one and B, they've gone away from uh, what the original author had, and now it's two bad TV writers writing the rest of the story, and it's bad. Um. So the next game, Timberwolves. What was their shark? Their shark. Um, was it actually the wall getting over? No, the it just got, getting over the wall. It got less interesting. No, I mean the wall from the very beginning. I was like, well, the wall is kind of like a Chekhov's gun, where that thing's fallen for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. If, if, in in the first season or in, in the first book, everyone's talking about it. It it has never fallen. Mm-hmm. Okay, that thing's fallen for sure. <laughs> There's no way it's not falling. <laughs> to me, it's all just set up for like cool things that happen, like the the whole like they're trapped in. Um, uh, uh, oh, b- yeah. beyond the wall yeah. and then it's just a, really a setup for the frozen king like right. launching that lance at the dragon and killing the dragon yes and yeah. i'm so sorry i spoiled game of thrones oh, yeah. for anybody no if you're not caught up by now you weren't gonna get it caught. is yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. literally two years later six months or yeah i give it a six month window if you haven't watched it in six months yeah. you're not gonna watch it mm-hmm. also oh. spoilers don't ruin it for anybody that's what they had like a scientific study about right if spoilers actually you, ruin how are you testing that 
Um, <laughs> Let's get Mike Trudell with the analytics in here. I don't know. Nope. Timberwolves, um, I th- believe they we are one and two against the Timberwolves. Yeah, because we beat them. Um, they beat us on like a Jimmy Butler step back or yeah. whatever. And then we beat them and back we at beat Staples. Them, and yeah. then we beat we they beat us so bad that they fired their coach. And now they're yeah. back. Now the the now Timberwolves have lost three out of the last four. Oh, that's up to today, which is Sunday. They Sun do play. Wow, they play the Suns today, mm-hmm. and then they play the Suns on Tuesday. Long flight <laughs> so, from Phoenix. Uh, so they have a, a easy game today and an easy game on Tuesday. Maybe some confident wins before mm-hmm. they come into Staples. Mm-hmm. Maybe and they get overconfident. They could get overconfident, but they come in on Thursday. And I don't know. I'm not feeling confident. Okay, I got a question for you. What's uh-huh. your question for me? The T-Wolves get on a plane in Phoenix. They got to get to LAX. Yeah. Do they get to LAX before Alex Caruso gets to Staples Center <laughs> from Torres? <laughs> he has four days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about from when they leave the airport, oh, okay. from, from takeoff to landing, wheels up to wheels down, <laughs> door to door. Who gets to their destination first? I'm saying the T-Wolves. Where do you think Alex mm-hmm. Caruso... I think the T-Wolves also get yeah. to it. Where do you think Alex Caruso lives this is a in great, L.A.? Great question. Alex uh, Caruso lives in like Lamert Park. Uh, is that in Inglewood? No, it's South Central, but it's yeah. the yeah. northern part of South Central. Yeah. Northern part of South Central. It's south of the 10, Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. not quite over the hill. No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say historic Filipino town. That's down the street. Yeah, that's down the street. <laughs> I think he definitely lives on the east side. I'm thinking like a, he a, is like, not he an has east side a, guy. He has like a rent controlled apartment, like a like like north of downtown in Chinatown. I want to see the TV show where it's just him and Isaac Bonga trying <laughs> to make it in LA. They're roommates in Lamert Park or whatever part of town. They, they probably live in West Adams, really. Oh yeah, that's somebody's like, sense. we can get you a nice house for cheap. Oh, craftsman. Yeah, <laughs> two crafty men and a craftsman. Oh, we got the show right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now with this game, I mean the the Timberwolves have been inconsistent to say the least. Uh huh. They haven't been terrible no. since the trade. They've got a new coach. I'm still gonna say this is a loss. I'm gonna say it's a loss too. Alex? I'm gonna say it's a win. Whoa. I don't think. I think especially with Tyson in the starting lineup, and since we uh, switch it up, and since Zubak has been so good mm-hmm. against uh, bad defensive centers. I think it's a win. Yeah. And I also don't think that we're going to get punked again. I think uh, the last, except for the Rockets who punk? own us, we don't get punked mm. twice. I, I That is not unreasonable. So I'm, I'm like 49-51 right now, but I'm on the loss side. You know? mm-hmm. I'm with Because we don't have Lonzo. Uh, yeah, I think the third of our top five players being out. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Um, that makes me not confident. Uh-huh. This week. So I'm going to put this one in the last column. What happens if Minnesota loses to Phoenix? And then twice <laughs> or just once? Once. The last one. Okay. Close that's on, game. That's on Tuesday. Close game. And then they beat them. Phoenix. Okay. Close game loss. Uh-huh. Then Phoenix wins. Then Minnesota beats us. Do you think Phoenix comes into Staples? And they're like, <laughs> we beat them and they beat them. <laughs> we can beat them. This math you're doing in your head. Yeah. I will say the Phoenix Suns have a pretty hard um, week this week. So they play the Timberwolves twice, and then they have the Trailblazers going to Phoenix, uh-huh. and then they go to the Denver Nuggets on Friday. 
and then they play us on Sunday. So they're kind of on. They're Man, on. They got a long week. They got a long week, and then right after that, they do play the Spurs. So they they're in they're in a tough stretch right now. They're, they're gonna be depleted. Uh, they're gonna be depleted. Uh, I'm just gonna put this in the win. I'll, I'll say one and two. The Phoenix Suns are pathetic. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not, there's, no, there's nothing to debate here, unless Alex wants to friggin'. This is the no, only team that's think. been trash that we've played like they were trash. Yeah. We no, could, we own the Suns. Yeah. There was Except that, for that they, they, one game. Yeah. <laughs> one game we came out to a, a horrible first quarter, and we were all just like, no, no. this can't oh. happen. And then and they the, came back and killed. Yeah, and then we, yeah, yeah, we came back and we won by like 15. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna say one and two. Well, this is the first time I've called sub five. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say two and one. Two and one. I wouldn't be surprised if. Well, yeah, I would. I, I don't. Would. Yeah, I don't like the prediction because yeah. I know Lonzo's out and he's mm-hmm. our motor. But um, I think Brandon steps up. And I hate that I'm making that prediction because I've been wrong every <laughs> time I've made that prediction. Uh, that Brandon steps. That up. Brandon steps yeah. steps up. And uh, if Brandon wants to get the smoke, he can anytime. Wait, he, I got he, a longer reach than Brandon. No one's talking about smoke here, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you've been wrong every time you, you said that. I've been right for the past three weeks. I'm calling the Lakers record. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Leave this long pause in. <laughs> we do um, have... Do we uh, want to, uh, like, since this is the, the, the biggest update for LeBron's and Rondo's injury, do we want to give a caveat uh, weekly? No. No? I don't no. think it's fair. No, I think you take no. your stances. Yeah. Okay. You take your stances. Okay. One and two. One and two. Two and one. I mean, I called two and one thinking that LeBron was going to come back. He didn't come back. I was still right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rondo still has, so it's like two, ri- like those godfather rings yeah. on also on his uh, on his hand so mm-hmm. that Wait, he can what? heal. Have you? Did you not see him on the sidelines? No. He had like two rings that connected two fingers but kept, kept them a little separated uh-huh. uh, in order for him to heal the ligament but not like... Uh, um, put pressure on one of his fingers. That's crazy. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to talk about today is there's been some trades, trade swirling. rumors swirling about. Yeah. The the trade rumor mill is churning. Uh-huh. Churning it's out those hits. The trade deadline is like February 8th. So let's talk about let's talk about these two smaller ones and then we'll get to the one that got us mad. So number one is that there's multiple teams interested in former Laker Wayne Ellington. Yes. Nuggets, Mavericks, Rockets, and Lakers have all registered varying levels of interest in, in Wayne Ellington. This is from the Miami Heat beat writer. Mm-hmm. I don't... This is a quick one. Do I don't we, see any reason why, why do we, we need want him. Why do we want Wayne no, Ellington? I don't, I don't get What do it. we need? If we're going to trade for somebody, what do we need? A um, trusty shooter, right? A trusty yeah, shooter. Yeah, that, that that's shoot. the only thing we need right now. That's the only thing we need. That's it. And we got 7.9... He's averaging 7.9 points... This season. What's and his uh, three-point percentage? Three-point percentage is... 37%. 37%. Uh, and he's right on... I, he's a pretty consistent guy. I mean, he's always been about 38%. And he's been about eight points a game for his career. But do we need that? No, absolutely not. His nickname is the man with the golden arm. That's kind of sick. <laughs> I didn't that's know that. pretty sick, yeah. That is pretty sick. That is great. I'll trade for the man with the golden arm. But that's how you have to introduce him at... Whenever he checks in, <laughs> checking in for the Los Angeles Lakers, the man with the golden arm. The man with the golden arm. Now, Nobody yeah. out pieces of the hut. <laughs> <laughs> who's in? Who's out? Yeah, this is. We don't. We don't need him. We don't need him. That's trade number one. Trade rumor number two is that Josh Hart, Vika Zubats, and oddly enough, this is this is the one where I didn't get Movitz Wagner are on Mo. the trading are on the trading block. 
Yeah. They're they're taking calls. We'll take some calls. Maybe even making calls. This yeah. is yeah, so this one, I mean, I guess, you know, Josh Hart and Zubots, pe- people I've been seeing that people say they're at they're playing at their peak performance right now. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. Get something for them. Yeah. So that makes sense, but Mo Wagner that I don't get. I guess I he's know, just part of the uh, like he has to be part of a this you know, like this dovetails into uh, the third Lakers rumor. Which would you trade Mo for Carmelo straight up? Do you have to trade for Melo? You have to trade for Melo because they're not releasing him. Who has the rights to Melo? The Rockets, Rockets. still. Do they, they just really? sent him they home. They him. just packed him up. They just said stop hanging out here. He said, "Yeah." They said you're not invited to practice. Why didn't anymore. we do that to Luel Dang? <laughs> well, I think we did. Yeah, we did. Then we said every time yeah. I would see him on the bench, he was just sitting there, and I was like, really? "Let this guy go to his family." I think eventually if we're not going to play yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, eventually he was in a suit for a Damn, long time, dude. but then Alex. eventually. Kevin hates Luol Deng. Dude. I don't hate him. I felt bad. <laughs> I always felt bad because I was like, he's not going to play. Oh. Let him stay with his family <laughs> yeah. tonight. Yeah, Luke Walton was not ripping Luol Deng's daughter out of his arms. That's how, that was how I saw it. <laughs> I thought it was very rude. It wasn't like that scene in The Patriot where Mel Gibson's like walking away and his daughter finally starts talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think Luol was... I uh, did love that movie. That's a good movie. That's pretty good. Good good. Movie. Good, good action sequence Yeah. Uh, in those movies. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I think that was a Roland Emmerich movie, if I remember correctly. And I, I like to think that, that I am. Is Roland that Mel Emmerich Gibson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Roland Emmerich directed it, I mean. Don't Ro- like it. Yeah, me neither. What? Uh, Roland Emmerich was the guy okay, who let's, directed... Let's not be unreasonable uh, now, Independence okay? Day. He did 2012. <laughs> oh, that's Roland Emmerich. I yes, do like Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Yeah, I don't like Roland Emmerich. Right, Roland Emmerich what, what is... What did he do? He just makes bad movies. That's what he does. Independence Day was a bad movie? It was a great movie. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can go outside right now. You can catch all the smoke Alex has for Brandon Ingram uh-huh. with me okay. today. It transfers. It's because so. I love him so much. <laughs> I want him to be good. I just know that he's not going to be. Yeah. So this is the trade rumor that keeps persisting. Carmelo Anthony. It's 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 gonna go on. And here's here's my two cents. You ready for my two cents on this one? Uh, yeah. This, there, this is the two reasons why this rumor will not go away until the trade deadline. Number mm-hmm. one, he's friends with LeBron. Yeah. So he's always going to be attached to that. And LeBron keeps bringing up quotes of like, "Oh, Carmelo's good." Yeah. Or whatever. But he's not. Where is he no. bringing up quotes? I haven't seen him anywhere. Lakers uh, uh, sideline reporters and uh, locker room reporters keep asking LeBron about Carmelo, and oh, he's forced to be yeah. like, he's my buddy. He's done great things in the league. And that, get- br- that brings me to the second point, is that that's LeBron, and he's not going to s- – he, he's like my friend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Magic and Rob, this is my second point, they're not going to straight up – say no to any player that's a rumor to them uh-huh. any player in the entire league if they get asked about this uh, a player they're going to have the same uh pocketed answer which was we'll look at every player uh out there and we'll evaluate how how they will affect the team that's the that's the, it's the it's the pocketed answer so magic and rob will never say no we do not want carmel anthony and because they won't say no that trade rumor is always going to be there mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah I just want to let you guys know you have full permission when the big dog Laker pod takes off and the ringer comes and buys us uh-huh. and they say, we'll take both of you, but Kevin's got to go. And you get interviewed by your sideline reporters at the ringer. And they're like, what do you think about Kevin? Should we bring in Kevin? Feel free to say no. 
Like, no, he's, there's a reason he ain't here right now. You don't want to give us a po- uh, us to give a pocket answer? No, you answer? don't got to go pocket answer. Pocket uh, answers are terrible. They are terrible. That's, They're terrible. I would say 90% of all post-game, conferences, or, yeah, post-game po- uh, press conferences in any sport, mm-hmm. 95%, 99% are just terrible They're questions. They're terrible stock questions, yeah. stock what, answers. What were you feeling when you made that three? What do you mean, what was I feeling? I wanted yeah. to put the three in the basket. Yeah, put I, the ball in the hole. Yeah, that's my goal. What were you, what were you thinking when you were running, uh, doing that last second touchdown run? I, I wanted to get to the end zone. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I like, I'm with you. I like this year trend of uh, doing the water on the head because it just removes everybody from the situation. Like, oh, I got to clean this up. Oh, I'll yeah. see you later. That's good. Bye. Yeah, yeah I, like, that's why I'm not mad at Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick will answer a question when he thinks it's good. And mm-hmm. same thing with Pop. But uh, yeah, like uh, this week, Patriots are playing in the snow. And yeah, the quote, he's been asked a hundred times, uh, how do you how do you feel about playing in the snow? We get, we have to. It's yeah, the weather. I don't have a choice. We, have a choice. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. So ninety nine percent of uh, post con- post press con- game post game press conferences are bad. And yeah. we have your permission to get good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want, if that's what you want to say, say it. Okay. You won't hurt my feelings. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Big dogs not getting their big dogs not getting their feelings hurt. <laughs> I got you. One last question. This is my last question for the pot. Uh huh. What would you trade Carmelo for, by the way? Honestly, I, I just don't. I don't want him on the team. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, Isaac Bonga. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I trade Isaac Bonga for sure. Carmelo. Yeah. Why would yeah. you do that to Bonga? What do you do? <laughs> I don't want to hurt his feelings. He's not, a, he's not a big dog yet who doesn't have the the, the yeah, armor yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have three pretty solid big men right now. Zubats, JaVale, solid ones, yeah. and Tyson. Uh-huh. Tyson's been getting some starts. Yeah. JaVale was our starter. Uh-huh. Zubats is playing like a starter. Yeah. Who do you start? I think you Tyson. I, I like Tyson. the Tyson start right Tyson. now. Tyson. And then Zoo just keeps coming off the bench. JaVale comes Zoo's off the, the bench. Zoo's the second man off the bench. I know. What do you think that makes JaVale feel like? Well, I don't think JaVale likes it because he's looked miserable when yeah. he's not in. Uh-huh. Um, he was looking like a defensive player of the year. Yeah, but he just stopped after that pneumonia incident and has not been able to catch his breath and play a lot of minutes. That's been a common thing that everyone has said of that he just doesn't look right. And Uh I I, I do agree that he doesn't look right. But does pneumonia take you down that hard? I've had it once... But I wasn't playing basketball. I, I wasn't balling on fools, so I don't. I don't know if it was gonna bring me down if I was super athletic. Well, right? I think it's the whole quote of like, because he has asthma, and he was like, "Oh, you know, it doesn't affect my play day to day." And I think that's true mm-hmm. if you don't have like an inciting incident that disrupts your flow and it disables you from playing big minutes. Yeah, yeah, and and Zoo was balling when he was out, so yeah. he's been it maybe didn't affect his play, but maybe the mentality of damn, I, I lost my job. Yeah. yeah. Zoo has been more consistent than JaVale, even though JaVale can do better things on the court when LeBron's on the court, especially with the lobs. Yeah, that might change everything. That might change everything. But uh, right now, uh, since Lonzo wants to run the pick and roll with Zoo, it just feels more like he's the starter. He's the person who needs more minutes. And he's also making his free throws. Yeah. That's like a big thing that keeps him on the court is he's getting hacked, he's making his free throws. And really... Zoo and McGee are the top two centers that we have. Yeah. Chandler's just the starter. Mm-hmm. I never understood why people compared, complain so much about not being a starter. Like, no, why does it matter? You want to be the last five, not the first five. This right. is a Bill Simmons, yeah. yeah. Is this thing. a Bill Simmons yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, You always want to be me. the last thing on the, last players on the court. Yeah, right. yeah you don't want to be the first five. No. 
I like coming in off the bench. I'm trying to think of a situation in life where I would have come off yeah, the bench. Yeah, what are you talking about? You know what? <laughs> Let's get rid of all of this. Steve Kerr comes off the bench. He hits clutch shots. Mm-hmm. There you go. You want to be a clutch guy off the bench. You want to be a clutch client coming to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> and all you uh, listeners out there, you're clutch for listening to this podcast. Oh, one more question. Oh, okay. One more clutch cl- question. Sure, sure. Do you think we make a big trade before the deadline? What is the deadline? It's it's February seventh. February seventh. We still have, let's see, uh, two weeks. I think we got two weeks. We still got two mm. weeks. Yeah. No, because the Super Bowl is two weeks from today, and that's on February third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. I think they made one, but it's not going to be a blockbuster trade. We'll just like trade a few pieces around, maybe get some guys who we think are going to be good shooters. Mm-hmm. Nothing blockbuster. Yeah, it feel it feels like there isn't anybody in the marketplace that is available for a blockbuster trade. Yeah. I think somebody else makes a blockbuster trade, but not the Los Angeles Lakers. No, we're gonna tra- we're not going to trade any of our young core. Brandon, I was going to say anybody. Josh, who's, no. who's well, most likely on the young core to be gone? To be gone? <sighs> Josh Hart, because his value is up. Yeah, yeah, Josh Hart. But I don't think he's getting traded. I don't think Brandon's getting traded. No How many more traded. good games does Zoo have to have before he's part of the young core? Oh, I think he's part of the young core right now. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And you're our young core out listeners out there. You're our core. You're the core of our heart. You're the core of this podcast. We're just three guys talking to Mike. You're you are great people listening in your ears. Thank you for listening. It's a struggle to watch you struggle. Stop <laughs> it. I'm not struggling. I'm not struggling because I got the 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 spirit of all my uh, listeners out there. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for listening to the Big Dog Lakers pod. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe, rate on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Download our episodes. Email us at bigdoglakerpod at gmail.com. You know why the S is missing, mm-hmm. listeners. You know why the S is missing. What are you guys doing after this? <laughs> I'm going to go home and clean my apartment. I moved I last Friday. So we still have some boxes. I got to yeah. clean out some boxes. Um, I'm actually going to get noodles. And then I have a show at 8 o'clock Ooh. at uh, Start LA called the Golden Hour Show. This guy's on Golden Start Hour, LA. man. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this guy. I, at some point, either today or tomorrow, need, um, I feel obligated in a good way to watch Dragon Ball Super Broly. Everybody loves oh. it. it is yeah. getting, I've only seen great reviews. It's getting from amazing reviews. I got to get out there. It's at, it's playing at the AMC uh, in CityWalk and AMC in Burbank. Is it playing downtown? I don't think so. I, I'll, oh, I, I, I'm an AMC Stubbs oh, A-list okay. member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't think there's an AMC downtown. Yeah, there's not an AMC downtown. Yeah, it might yeah, be playing at the Regal. Regal. Yeah, it's a Regal. Um, so I have to ch- I check AMC. But you can't use your A-list card. It's not really a card. You can't use your A-list membership to watch this Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. What? That's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm going to buy a ticket to a different movie and then just go watch Dragon Ball Super Oh, you're a <laughs> rebel. Look at you. <laughs> Although I, ch- I checked the theater seating chart and it, it's full. Every single one. It's been out for like a couple of days now and it's uh-huh. been full. Yeah. Every single showing. I, l- I checked even last night at 11 p.m. Uh-huh. Full. Completely full. I, um, I might have to buy a ticket. Buy okay. a ticket. Yeah. But I mean... Let well, me know when you go because I want to watch it. Okay. Look how much it's given back to you. You can't give them eleven dollars. <laughs> well, giving the AMC Corporation. $11. Half of that goes back to the movie. Yeah, true. Half goes back to Mr. AMC. I will give it back to Mr. Akira Toriyama. Great artist, great writer. Um, this uh, uh, this is not a stupid question. I mean, this is a stupid question. I'm uh-huh. not being an asshole. This is not a live action movie. It's not. No. This is an animated movie. Yeah. It's an animated yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. 
That's not a bad question. There, there has been a Dragon Ball live action movie. There has been a Dragon Ball. It was Ball, very bad. Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. Wow. It's like one of the worst reviewed movies of all time. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real bad. Yeah, because the person Listen, who, you don't got Vegeta in your movie, and you think it's going to be a good Dragon Ball? You know, Kevin knows what I'm talking about. The person, <laughs> I know the name. The person who created it, or who created uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, was not a fan of Dragon Ball. Why did he do it? Like for the money. Money, baby. Oh, okay. Oh, baby. So this is an animated movie. Animated movie. What does it, it continues off of the TV show stories? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's about Goku's brother. Broly. Yeah, Broly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kakarot in Saiyan. His name's Kakarot. Yeah, Goku's name is Kakarot. Yeah, Goku is his Earth name. Kakarot is his Saiyan name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you. I, yeah, I don't even know. Where did you watch... What channel was Dragon Ball? It was on Tsunami. Cartoon Network. Tsunami. Right. It was like literally right oh. after five, four school o'clock, ended. Five o'clock, yeah. six o'clock. So it was right there on TV. So I was like, uh, what? What year was this? Like nineties. I don't know what. When. Yeah, nineties to two thousand five, six. I don't know what I was watching, but it was not that. <laughs> I'll send you a video that has a good breakdown of Tsunami. It's okay. really fun to watch. Okay. Um, and you guys, hopefully, it we're was fun to listen to. It was that and The Simpsons. Toonami and then The Simpsons yeah. would come on at 6 and 6.30. I, I loved The Simpsons. I remember watching all of those. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I just never watched Dragon Ball Z. And I hope you always listen to this podcast. It's a good pod. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-